Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, don't forget to play our game, Trick, Treat, or Boo. Snickers, Milky Way, Three Musketeers. Which one do you want to trick? Hey, which one do you want to treat? Uh, uh, <laughs> which one do you not want, a.k.a. Boo? We're doing it on social media. Head over to Instagram. Send us an email, Trick, Treat, or Boo. It's Snickers, Milky Way, or Three Musketeers. Put them in order. We'll have more on that later in the show. But now, making a big deal. Um, Meghan Markle said that working on Deal or No Deal made her feel like a, quote, bimbo. Whoopi had a response. Holly had a response to Whoopi's response to Meghan's thoughts. What say you, Holly, (laughs) on the second hour of the Colleen and Bradley show? Hi. Hi, Bradley. Let's start with the initial statement from Meghan Markle. She made this on her latest episode of her Archetype podcast sitting down with Paris Hilton, and they're discussing things and stuff. And one of the things Meghan Markle had to say is that her early gig, one of her early gigs in her career, was as a suitcase girl on the NBC game show Deal or No Deal. And she said that she ended up quitting the show. Now, while she was thankful for the job, but not the way it made her feel, Okay, which was... Not smart. Mm. She said that uh, she had to fill the archetype of the bimbo on that show. And that made her feel uncomfortable because in this episode, it was all about exploring this archetype of the bimbo. She sat down with Paris Hilton to do that, who may or may not have experienced that archetype in her career uh, in the past 20 years. Meghan Markle wasn't having... Her experience okay. so, on Deal or No Deal. So made Meghan, her feel Markle, a certain way. Meghan Markle had an opinion about a part of her life. Yes. And then Whoopi decided to have an opinion about her opinion. Yes. What did Whoopi say? Well, Whoopi was on The View, and she said of Meghan Markle's feeling objectified on Deal or No Deal that, hey, you're a performer. You take the gig, says Whoopi. She said, you take the gig. Sometimes you're in a bozo suit. Sometimes you got a big nose, and that's just the way it is. Now, Whoopi Goldberg went on to say, we're not journalists. We're actors. We're trying to get to another place. I kind of don't understand what she's saying, but I think the 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 takeaway that perhaps you're having, you tell me, because you well, brought the story, yeah. is that she is telling Megan to just like grin and bear it? Yes. That was my takeaway from Whoopi Goldberg's thoughts on Meghan Markle telling Paris Hilton that working on Deal or No Deal made her feel it didn't make her feel good. And Meghan Markle gets to share how a job made her feel. She said she even prefaced 
that she was grateful for the opportunity to work on Deal or No Deal, but it didn't make her feel good. And she didn't like the way it made her feel. So that's kind of the beef that I'm having here. The thing that I appreciate about Meghan Markle is she knows how to get people talking, right? Yeah. Like, And sometimes it's not her. It's just society having issues with people like Meghan Markle, mm-hmm. women, women of color, et cetera. That's a whole separate conversation. But in this context, I think um, it's interesting to watch how people respond to her because, you know, Whoopi has her comments and i wonder how much of Whoopi's comments are generational i don't want to like generationally stereotype people Mm -hmm. right but there is that generation typically it's people a little bit older than gen x boomers who might you know stereotypically have the opinion of well you just gotta grin and bear it we all had to do things we didn't want to do but we had to do them we just showed up and we did them yeah and that seems to be you know like I don't know, from where I'm sitting, like, that seems to be a generational opinion I can hear from my my parents' generation, right? Yeah, and from Whoopi Goldberg's opinion, that's what I hear. Yeah. Is that, well, it's a job, you signed up for it, you shouldn't be complaining about it. Especially when you're so privileged and you've been so fortunate in your life, how dare you look back and criticize anything? Right. But to, like, Megan's point and the point of, you know, I think that's why that Generation X is the best, because we (laughs) sit on the fence between these two very polarized generations that like to go back and forth at each other because and I'm being very stereotypical obviously but um but because like I would say to that oh so you're not supposed to have opinions and share them right like if something wasn't great you're supposed to just keep it inside and be grateful I don't that doesn't make sense either uh-huh right right and Meghan Markle when she was talking about working on deal or no deal she says Explicitly, I was thankful for the job, but not the way it made me feel, which was not smart. And those are Meghan Markle's words. She said, I didn't like feeling forced to be all looks and little substance. And that's how it felt for me at the time being reduced to this specific archetype. The word I mean, bimbo. Her her podcast is called Archetype People. Yeah. So it shouldn't shock you that she's talking about archetypes. Right. Because also this is just a further continuance of the conversations she's had wherein she talks about archetypes Archetypes. typically of women Uh uh-huh typically women in media right typically women in entertainment and she that's her experience that's she is both of those she's entitled to those things yes and and we don't have to agree with it and obviously whoopi is you know completely entitled to have her opinion Mm -hmm. and i didn't hear the full context of what whoopi was saying either um so you hesitate to sort of like go all in on whoopi um but the the thing I did want to point out that what you just brought about Whoopi's reaction to Megan made me think of a story I saw over at the Daily Mail because once I saw that uh, you know there was this criticism of Megan's conversation on Archetype, which by the way every time she comes out with a podcast and this is where I want to give her credit, she knows how to get people talking with the topics that she's doing. It's no surprise that she's doing this podcast Absolutely. because because. Um, the Daily Mail goes all in on her the way that you would expect the Daily Mail to go and says, exclusive, two years after Megan quit Deal or No Deal for feeling like a bimbo, she took a raunchy 90210 cameo giving a character oral bleep in a car. And so I there's like this weird, creepy gotcha stuff hmm. that, you know, predictably the Daily Mail is throwing her way because, well... They hate her yeah, for a, a number of reasons. <laughs> Racism, mm-hmm. <laughs> sexism, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> she's an American. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of those things. It's it's just it's it's just so predictable mm-hmm. that an outfit like the Daily Mail would attack her for this. Right when you weren't listening to Meghan Markle yes! at all on what she said about working on Deal or No Deal. Gratitude for the job, but it made her feel a specific way, and she was sharing that. Daily Mail not understanding Meghan Markle, an actor, a working actor, taking on this role. Now, we don't know how she felt about her cameo on 90210, but the Daily Mail clearly projecting a narrative that doesn't exist onto this role. She must have forgotten she was a her-her girl in that show after she left. Oh, boy. Uh, Holly, I wanted to ask you, though, because I think one of the reasons Megan does this podcast probably is because people can relate to it. Right. You're a woman. Oh. This is where I do that thing. Mm-hmm. You're a woman. Speak for all women. No, but as a woman, uh, and you—I mean, you're not doing what Meghan Markle's doing as a career, but you—you you have had jobs. I mean, I bet that other women can relate to taking a job that perhaps, um, I mean, I think anybody can, but specifically in the context of her conversation as a woman in the society we live in, I imagine you might be able to relate to her on some level. Sure. Taking a job, being objectified within that job and having it not feel good, totally relatable. But it's like. I imagine, as Meghan Markle was when she took on the job deal or no deal, it's like, well, geez, I have to eat. I have to support myself. I have greater ambitions in this. Maybe it will take me to the next level. You do that. Why do you think that rubs some people the wrong way? Like, why do you think Whoopi, you know, again, if we'll just use her as an example, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. why does that rub her the wrong way? Is it simply a generational thing? I think you're on to something, Bradley, with the generational observation. And sometimes, I suppose, one can look at the at, at the deal or no deal gig as being a privileged position to have. And for someone to say uh, something that maybe counters a narrative that you should just be grateful for everything. Without having opinions with, about it. Yeah, without having opinions on it, maybe rubs the wrong way. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, Megan is expressing gratitude, but you can contain multitudes and sometimes I think when people contain multitudes, that is a complex narrative to have. And some people just, it just cannot compute. And also <laughs> everybody's just entitled to have an opinion. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh-huh. so let's all go have some more opinions Great. Shall we? in the break. Let's Mike, you got any opinions on this? Yeah. I mean, I, I it's just the idea that uh, there are 26 cases and they just, you know, are, they're like, good job. Like, keep going. Yeah. Let's, let's try to get this. Like, I don't know what, uh, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't like. She took the job. She obviously, yeah. like you said, you got to do what you got to do. You got to work your, you know, exactly. have whatever opportunity I mean, you I, can get. But I, I don't know what. Um, you can be grateful and also have opinions. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, let's all continue to have okay. a, uh, be grateful and have opinions as we all go right. into the next break. But when we come back, hey, thieves, Netflix is coming for you. Your time is up. You're going to have to pay up soon, but you might not have to pay as much as you think. We're going to talk a little bit about Netflix when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friend Jennifer, Bob, the whole Snyder team with the XP Realty. You got questions about buying or selling a home? Well, I want you to call the Snyder team, but I also want you to check out their Instagram. I was uh, going through their Instagram account. One of the things I love is that they offer up advice on very common questions. Now, if you've got specifics, just call them. Call Jennifer. She'll be happy to talk in detail about anything you want. But 
for example, there was a post about four things to focus on when you're shopping for a home. Things like, you know, location, obviously, your budget. Um, don't pay attention to so much uh, to things like the style and decor of a home or clutter and disorganization. You want to think about condition, your non-negotiables. These are the types of, uh, or this is the type of advice you can expect when you're working with Jennifer, Bob, and the whole Snyder team with EXP Realty. They've been doing this for 25 years, better than most across the Twin Cities in Western Wisconsin. Call Jennifer and the Snyder Team.com today. Trick, treat, or boo? Snickers, Milky Way, Three Musketeers. What order are you putting those in? Trick, treat, or boo? Snickers, Milky Way, Three Musketeers. Instagram, we got a poll going, and uh, we're going to be talking about it later in the show. It's Halloween season. You love candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what orders? Uh, trick, treat, or boo is kind of like bleep, marry, kill. I got to be careful how I say that because knowing my mouth, I will do the wrong thing. Yes, uh, Anyway, so Snickers, or excuse me, the trick is the one you want to like, hey. hey. Uh, Treat is the one you want to marry and boo is the one that you want to go bye-bye. So, mm-hmm. more on that later. Hey, uh, you guys have Netflix? Well, yeah. Okay. Hi. Mine? Oh, yeah. You yep. got mm-hmm. Netflix? Yep. Do you guys pay for Netflix? I steal it. Well, <gasps> Ooh, okay. Mm. I didn't Ooh. want to put anyone on the spot, but I'm glad you said that, Mike. Yep. Well, my husband takes care of the Netflix. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's allowed. Yeah, we kind of like... we're in the di- same household. Yeah, that's true. We we divvy up our streaming services. Mike, I just want you to know your days are numbered. Uh, <laughs> Bye. Because Netflix is coming sure. for you. Mm-hmm. Actually, more likely, they are coming for the person from whom you've obtained said Netflix access. I will leave it that way. Um, and that's because we know that... Well, we've learned a bunch of stuff about Netflix in the last week or so. They're doing they say they're doing better than they've ever done. Well, no. They say that they're doing better than they have been doing. They're on the comeback trail. They're on the comeback trail. Although I learned some things, and I know you did too, Holly, about what that actually means. We also learned that they're gonna be launching that uh ad-based service, the cheaper version, uh, in November. And that probably likely early next year, I think, or sometime next year. They are going to crack down on cheaters mm. such as yourself. Ooh. Can I ask Mike? Like, yeah. and you, you can just like make stuff up, no, uh, or like refuse <laughs> to answer um, because this is not a courtroom. Sure, I have yeah, not yeah, sworn yeah. you in. Mm-hmm. You are not obligated to tell the truth. Um, is is it just out of habit that you or um, like you have so many other streaming services? No, I'll give you the context. So it was a, a gift a few years back. I actually got for my mother where I said, hey, I'm going to get Netflix. So I got her one of those like six month gift cards yeah. or whatever. Got it set up on her TV. Yeah. Got it set up for her. And then, you know, that was, you know, the first six months. And then I've kind of been like a recurring gift from just like, oh, this makes oh. sense. So it's basically one way for me to kind of pay for half of it and, and have Smart. it all set up there for her or pay for most of it, I guess. But yeah. it, uh, I don't know. It's always worked that way, and we'll be, we're happy to switch over, though, if it goes to the the ad based one. And yeah, we'll make, it, make it work. I'll play within the rules. But. It's it, it's fascinating, yeah. though. And the only reason I ask is because I think that um, a lot of people are dealing with how to stream content right now, sure. like There's what things you want to pay for. So many services. Yeah, like, like we were all like, I don't want to pay for cable because it's so expensive. It's like a lot of money. Yeah, and then the corporation. So then we got twenty to- different streaming services. Something tells me we're still paying a lot of money. Yes. Um, but when it comes to Netflix, Netflix, let's go back to the other things we learned and talk about briefly, Holly, because I know you listened to the episode of the town podcast. Yes. With uh, Matt Bellany, the like entertainment guy from Puck News. Right. Right. 
And he had a whole conversation with another guy from like a streaming. He's an analyst. Analyst. Of sorts. Yes. Yeah. And talking about Netflix and their new uh, ad version, but also uh, what was the other thing that they talked about that I wanted to talk about? Well, let's start with the, the ad version. Based on your consumption, and Mike, feel free to join the conversation as well. Based on your consumption of Netflix, would you entertain six ninety nine for Netflix with ads? Based on my personal consumption of Netflix content, I am going to tell my husband to do the ad-based Netflix subscription oh. because we don't watch Netflix. Oh. I think about Netflix on our subscription sometimes, and I'm like, ah... Is it even worth it to subscribe to Netflix? Because honestly, it's at the bottom of streaming services that I watch on a regular basis. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. know, it's funny. Uh, That is true for me, too, until I'm watching it. I say that because, for example, there are a couple shows that I will turn up for. I didn't. I wasn't a part of the whole Dahmer uh, experience because I'm like, I I don't need that in my life right now. Uh, But I did turn up for Great British Bake Off, uh, the new season that dropped. So I, you know, like. I'm sort of a fair weather Netflix follower. I used to be all about it. But now, for whatever reason, I just don't find myself drawn to it. So to your point, I too feel like at some point, because I think I'm paying like $15 right now Mm -hmm. versus I could be paying $7. Right. And the only difference is I won't have access to the vast catalog. That's fine because... It's been there, and I've been paying for it for years and haven't used it. Mm -hmm. Also, you will have access to, you know, the things you actually want to watch, and you're only going to have to watch, like, a couple minutes of ads an hour. And that's fine, because I I'm already doing that on Hulu. Right, and I only go to Netflix at this point for zeitgeisty shows that I know will be available with a part down Netflix subscription like Stranger Things. Yeah. That's fine. I can sit through ads through Stranger Things and then even maybe just leaving Netflix altogether when I'm not interested in watching things because I scrolled through Netflix recently, maybe within the past week. And it was one of those things, you know how it goes. It's late at night ish. Yeah. And you're looking for something to watch. Yeah. And then you spend 40 minutes trying to find something to watch. Yep. And then you're too tired by the end of it. You're yep. like, I'm just going to try again tomorrow. <laughs> so why not pay $7.99? Because yeah. you're going to have that experience anyway. Uh-huh. We've got all these other streaming services that are full of content. If you know, if we uh, find ourselves you know, digging through, we're not going to be at a loss for any content. Mike, you want to say and something? I know it's psychological, but just make sure you have the countdown timer. For some reason, if you're watching a group of commercials, like you said with Hulu, yeah. when it does that little 90-second countdown, yeah. it, it, mentally it's like, oh, this isn't bad. It's only 40 more seconds. Yeah. It's only 30 more <laughs> seconds. I think it's a psychological thing, but I love it. I have no problem with it. And that I'm telling you, I pay for the no-ad version of Hulu, and somehow I'm still watching ads. So Funny how that works. I'm just like... I. <laughs> I can't really be that upset. There's one place that I pay to not watch ads. Do you know where that is? YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Because that to me is worth it because I watch so much YouTube. I'd be watching ads like every five seconds. Well, and the other thing that we learned is that 
this is the way of the future because streaming services used to generate revenue by getting more subscribers. They're kind of topping out on that. Yeah. So you're just going to get more ads. So, so we're ads back are at coming TV. anyway. We're just at TV. We're right back at square one. It's 1982, and there's ah. only three things to watch, and they all have commercials. All Great. Right. Well, let's watch Three's Company. Okay. When we come back, I'd be. I've got that on DVD still. DVDs, what's that? When we come back, celebrities behaving badly, we call them... D-Bag! We were just talking about all the annoying ads on Hulu. It's fine. Good afternoon. Welcome back. Speaking of annoying, Colleen and Bradley on My Talk 1071. i I'm the Bradley, the annoying part. Um, no, no, no. Uh, I thought I was your... Yes. <laughs> no! Uh, Mike is the most annoying person today. Agreed. Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, but welcome back. The most annoying people on our show today are actually the subjects of our next segment. That's Lord and Lady Douchebag. <laughs> Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, Bradley. Yes, ma'am. Who is your D-bag today? Andy Dick. Oh. Remember Andy Dick? Yeah. Middle name is still a... Uh, yeah, um, from television, stand-up comedy, and also weird YouTube channels that broadcast from trailers in Las Vegas. Where he ended up getting accused of sexually assaulting someone. Oh. It was really gross and weird, but wait, there's more. Great. Oh, I'm sorry. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> what did he do now? That's nasty. Apparently, he's a tool thief. Is that a euphemism? No. Okay. So he ha- he was actually jailed over power tool theft. I saw this story and I was like, wait, is this be- tied up with like the old stuff we th- we just talked about? Because you may or may not remember this story uh, that Andy Dick uh, was arrested after being, ac- and this was back in May, after being accused of sexual battery uh. and the arrest was live streamed. Uh. Well, this time he's facing a felony burglary charge in California after being arrested once again, uh, this time because he was apparently stealing power tools from someone's garage. Power tools. Yes. The Santa Barbara Police Department told TMZ that officers busted him earlier this month, about a week ago, after responding to a report of a burglary in progress at a home. What's weird is that he allegedly removed several power tools from a home under construction. Uh, Cops say they caught him red handed. The homeowner was like, yeah, we don't know this guy. He did not have uh, permission to be here. So that's weird. He was locked up a week ago. He's still in jail because he hasn't been bonded out so that's awkward and sad and unfortunate and uh illegal but wait there's more on his social media what's strange is that there was a video that he posted about the time that he was arrested last week that shows him inside of a, a home under construction he's with someone who uh helped set a fire in the fireplace of this home under construction. The home has a beautiful view. Like it's literally just him walking through this house. And he's like, oh, I just got a new home. Oh, Look sure. at my new house. Gorgeous if you're in Santa Barbara, a lovely part of the world. It, uh, but it looks like a house where, you know, like somebody died at the age of 100 after never remodeling the home. And so mm-hmm. now somebody's coming in and like sort of redoing the mm-hmm. place. Yeah, gutting the vintage charm. And it looks like he's, you know, maybe doing a promo for his next uh, like HGTV special walking through the house. Um, the only problem is 
likely this is the house from which he stole allegedly those power tools. Oh, so it's a cell phone. Yeah. Oh, Andy. It's this dude. He literally can't stop himself. No. We have been talking about Andy Dick in uh uh unfortunate terms for years. Decades. Yeah. I want to say. Absolutely. Oh. Well, He's in jail now, right? Yeah, he's been in jail for about a week. Uh, they don't know what to do with him because nobody's called to bail, 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 bail him out. out. Well, <laughs> were you a fan well, of Andy Dick back in the day? No, I can't say that I was. Well, well, I mean, he was one of those guys, Andy Dick, his career. He was just a comedic that guy. He was always around. I do remember at the height of his fame recognizing Andy Dick because he did that thing Daphne Aguilera on MTV. Where he played Christina Aguilera's, I don't know if it was his cousin or his sis or Christina's sister, and he would dress up like Christina Aguilera and perform as this character. Well, and I think a lot of people would know him from like the Comedy Central roasts. He, of course, was on news radio way back when he was actually a professional working actor. Yes. Um, but then there was, I don't know, they're just, I don't remember where the, the turning off point was, um, but he has had several legal issues and controversies surrounding him. Um, God, I can't think of a time when we were on the air with this show that we didn't have an Andy Dick story at some point that was not savory. Right. Well, he, at this point, I think you can make the argument that Andy Dick is more famous for behavior like this, stealing power tools than he ever has been for his comedic talent. Oh, Absolutely, 100%. Especially if you're like under the age of 40. Like, I think you only know Andy Dick as a, as a as unfortunate a, yeah, soul. A celebrity with some issues. Uh, in 2005, he dropped his pants and exposed his gentles to the audience at the Yuck Yuck Club in Edmonton, Alberta. Oh. He was ushered off stage. Oh. He groped Pamela Anderson during her Comedy Central roast in 2005. Oh. In 2006, he upset an audience at the improv shouting, Things I can never, I would never say. Okay, well, God, I'm glad that you're dude. not going to say them. Now, I know he has had, um, you know, alcohol and substance abuse issues, but I, I don't think those two things always go hand in hand, right? Like, there are plenty no. of people with alcohol and substance abuse issues that don't find themselves saying or doing uh, inappropriate things. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> well, yeah, so I'm yeah. not sure, I'm not sure where that's going to go. Mm-hmm. Not any place good. No, we wish him the best, though. Ah, Andy Dick. Okay, so um, here's what we're gonna do. I want to circle back because when we come back on the wait, com- I have to do a d bag. It's only thirty six after Bradley. <laughs> it's only thirty six after. I was like, oh, this story. We need to move on. We, we need can. to get away from Andy Dick so far. We're gonna leave the segment. We gotta, we gotta travel through. Holly, time we don't have time. <laughs> There's only five minutes left. We don't, that's not enough time. Can I tell you? Yes, please tell me your demon. <laughs> Can I want to tell you about. She's like, wait a minute. Wait. I mean, I'm not particularly passionate about this story, but I want to bring it to you because it's my D bag of the day. It's Jared Leto's skincare line. What? 
I didn't know he had a skincare line. Well, he does, Bradley. Jared Leto is the latest celebrity to start his own skincare line. This is the hot celebrity thing to do these days, is sell your own skincare line. It's called 29 Palms, and I'm calling Jared Leto's skincare line my D-bag of the day, because this guy is trying to con you into buying $97 eye cream. $97? for eye cream. I want to go out on a limb. Is this like the Brad Pitt androgynous skincare line? Like... They are at pains to remind us that anybody can use this skincare line because they want to sell it to men and women. Uh, I don't know if they are taking a gender neutral stance on. Oh, they are. Thank you, Bradley. Yeah. Gender neutral products. When a for man skin- is selling you skincare, that you have to call it gender neutral, because God forbid, you don't want women to be confused. Oh, I can't wear that. It's for a man. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So what do we know? So we know that 29 Palms is the name of his skincare line, which is a, a name of a town that's near Joshua Tree, driven through 29 Palms. Interesting I place. think I have two, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this range of gender-neutral products for skin, hair, and body is going to launch October 25th. And you can expect to pay such exorbitant prices as $97 for an eye cream, $95 for a clay face mask, an $87 moisturizer Good along Lord. with a cleanser for $39, a serum for $69, and a body wash is $47 a piece, shampoo and conditioner $54 a piece. I am not going to pay that much money no. for your junk in a jar. Well, okay. I, I guess if you're like a huge Jared Leto stan, you might, right? Mm, I, mm. Even if you're a Jared Leto stan, if you're going to be spending that much money on skincare, I hope that it is not from Jared Leto. What does Jared Leto know about skincare? I mean, it better have like like ground up Jared Leto in it, like little bits of like hair or something. Yeah. Well, Jared Leto says of his 29 Palm skincare line, because of this challenging, unforgiving environment, these ingredients have to be incredibly resilient. I must charge you $95. It's not my fault. It's the planet's fault, um, which is our fault. But he says that these ingredients have to be incredibly resilient to survive. That would be. Yes. So do we. And we can't survive if we're spending $95 on skincare, Jared. Thank you. It contains prickly pear extract and evening primrose. I should have just moved on to the next segment, Holly. I'm sorry. Well, (laughs) I mean, I get it. Look, I get it. This is just as exorbitant as Brad Pitt trying to get us to shell out $400 for his face serum. You know, he should have just come up with a deodorant. Yeah. They call it Brad's Pit. I mean, right? Why, why don't you sell that? I mean, at least you that would Bradley be clever. As well. Jared Leto, I don't know what Jared Leto. What would he what should Jared Leto sell if not uh overpriced foo-foo skincare line? I don't know. I suppose at the end of the day, selling overpriced skincare products is less problematic than some of the other things that we have heard about Jared Leto, uh, That is but, true. including but not limited to perhaps he dabbles in cult things where he has people hanging out in the desert with him and doing stuff. Makes you wonder what's in that skincare. Well, right. that's what I'm saying. Okay, I'm also, side note, mm-hmm. men's yeah. deodorant brand, like branding, it's weird. 
Don't even get me started. It's because, all like uh, it's all Axe body spray. Because what does Night Panther smell like? <sighs> Probably do- patchouli. Uh huh. Or some kind of musk, which I've never understood what musk smells like. What does wolf thorn smell like? Is that, I bet that's um, Old Spice. Kraken Guard. Kraken Guard? Yes. I did. <laughs> I, I don't know, but you do want Kraken Guard. <laughs> As a I asked this me. because I opened the cabinet today. Krakengard. My husband's deodorant. I can't even find it, but it was like Swagger. No, it was like Elkenwolfen <laughs> or something like what the hell compelled him Krakengard. to buy. When I've something. had a sweaty day on the job, I reach for my Krakengard. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't ask him. Uh, also, it's a racket because it's overpriced. I mean, it's ridiculous how expensive men's deodorant is. But I know women get charged for, uh, for a lot worse. Okay, when we come back, we have to move on. Why? Why? Trick treater, boo! Snickers, Milky Way, Three Musketeers. You put them in order. We're going to talk about what order we put them in. It's a Halloween candy uh, cheat fest. When we come back, right here on My Talk One Hundred Seven One. Spooky candy season is here on the Colleen and Bradley show. I mean, like everywhere, but we're talking about it on the Colleen and Bradley show as we wrap up the second hour. Trick, treat, or boo. Okay, you got three candies. You got to put them in order. Which one do you want to trick? Which one do you want to treat? Which one is going to go bye-bye? Boo. Boo. Snickers, Milky Way, or Three Musketeers? Now, we pose this question on our Instagram, the MyTalk Instagram, and uh, we'll have some of your thoughts and feelings later in the show. But for right now, I thought we could check in with uh, the family mm-hmm. um, because, you know, Halloween candy season is here. It's upon us. It's been here for months. And then it's going <laughs> to be with us for months as people bring in their bags of leftovers and surplus. Oh, sure. And we'll be snacking on it like... Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody's business full of shame. And <sighs> is that how you feel Yeah. when the sugar pushers bring I, in their no, candy? I don't want oh. it, but then I eat it all. Okay. Snickers, Milky Way mm-hmm. or three Musketeers. Holly, I'm going to start with you. Trick, treat or boo Snickers, Milky Way, three Musketeers go. Well, this is very easy. Okay. Um, the trick would be three Musketeers. Ooh. The okay. treat oh. would be Milky Way. Mm, okay. Love that caramel. Boo is Snickers. Snickers is trash. Snickers just overall is trash. And you can at me on that. Worst, one of the worst candy bars ever. Okay, so you said, did you just go that alone? Yeah. Okay, so. That was my disgust at Snickers. Feel free to uh, disagree with Holly, 651-641-1071, or agree with her. Yeah. So for Trick, Treat, or Boo, again, that's bleep, marry, kill. That's the typical way of framing that conversation, but it's the Halloween's. Um, so the one you want to get real sexy with is the Three Musketeers? Yes. Okay. Why so? It's fluffy. Mm. It's light. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it's a candy bar I don't get sick of. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the treat, that's the one you want to marry. Yes. This is the one you're, uh, day in, day out. Day in and day out. Yeah. Milky Way is an old, reliable candy bar. All right. It gives you all the sensations that you need if you, uh, of a candy bar. I like it. And you want to kill Snickers. Yeah, Snickers. Gross. 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 Isn't it? It is just, that is one of those candy bars when there is a bowl sitting in a common area. Yeah. And it's just Snickers fun size. 
Mm-mm. That's no fun at all. I've got thoughts and opinions, and I'll Please. share, but I want to get to Mike first. So, trick, treat, or uh, boo, Snickers, Milky Way, Three Musketeers. What say you, Mike? Since I was a kid, I made a lot of uh, extra candy by pawning off my Snickers on people. Because oh. it's a really hot. Come on, a lot of people think Snickers. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of people that love Snickers. Um, I'm very close to Holly. For me, it's the nougat. nougat. You just start with whichever one has the most nougat. Uh, Three Musketeers is actually my favorite candy bar of all time. Okay. So I will go with that for the Mary, which is the treat. My trick would be uh, Milky Way. And then again, the boo is definitely Snickers. Okay. Overrated. Oh, I so love overrated. this. I love this. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Brad. we all agree on one thing. Snickers is trash. There we go. Yeah! All right. And trash, <laughs> here's why. Trash, it's the trash. nougat. Um, I, it's just too much with the peanuts and the caramel and the chocolate and the nougat. I like, I actually, uh, it, it was a toss up for trick or treat. I think I'm going to do what you did, Holly, and say Three Musketeers for Trick because it's a nice, you know, experience once in a while when yeah. I want to get real, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm <laughs> not getting get, sexy oh, with I chocolate. I want to get my horny with my Three Musketeers. I want to get horny with, some, with all three. <laughs> oh. uh, but, uh, Menage a yum. <laughs> Uh, menage a chocolate. Oh. Uh, no, I, I, I treat being the one you want to marry, being the one you want to see every day. That is definitely Milky Way because yes. me and Carmel go hand in hand. Yes. So for the rest of my life, I, I will uh, make sweet, sweet, uh, you know, not love because, you know, you're married. So, you yeah. Don't, yeah. Um, <laughs> you want consistent, stable love that a Milky Way candy yeah. bar can I provide I do love you. the Three Musketeers as the occasional, like, you know, mm. Mm. Uh, but then again, Milky Way every day, all day, Snickers, bye. bye. Like, I have, like, if there's, like, a fun size Snickers, I'll eat it, you know, because I'll eat anything. Uh, the only thing I won't eat in a uh, Halloween bag is sweet tarts. Those just get thrown away. But I'll eat the Snickers, but it'll be the last thing I eat, and I don't want more than one. What about those Smarties? Those are the ones that come well, that's in the what I, Did I say sweet tarts? Yes. I meant Smarties. Yeah, yeah that's, Smarties. Don't even get me started. It's a good thing Colleen's not here because she loves sweet tarts. Or uh, Smarties. Let's go to the phones. We're doing Trick, Treat, or Boo, Snickers, Milky Way, Three Musketeers. Timmy's on the line. Hey, Timmy, what say you? Okay, so here's the deal, Bradley. Holly is right. Snickers suck. Yeah. Agreed. And the best is the Milky Way Dark. Okay. Oh, Ooh. Dark chocolate, the caramel. You get that white nougat. Okay, so you are you, you are all it. about the dark chocolate. Can confirm. Yeah, real good. All right. Hey, Timmy, thank you. Yeah, thank you. You're, you're so right, Holly. I laughed out loud. I just was. You made me so happy. Anyway, I love you guys. Listen <laughs> to you every chance I get. Have a good day. Thank oh, you, Timmy. Oh. Enjoy those uh, dark chocolate Milky Way. Susan's on the phone. All right, Susan, trick, treat, or boo, Snickers, Milky Way, Three Musketeer. Put them in whatever order you want, honey. Hey, Susan. Who are you calling? Oh, Susan, you didn't say names. Sorry. I'm sorry. Hi, I'm going to be devil's advocate here big time. Please. All right? For me, both the trick and the treat are going to be Snickers. And you can throw the other two in the boo. Oh! I hate bad chocolate. So None of them have really good chocolate in them. So I want something with a little flavor. And the only one that has any flavor is the Snickers. Wow. So here's your opposite opinion. Thank you so Thank much, you, Susan, Susan, for standing up for the Snickers. Somebody needed to. Um, now, uh, 
be safe and enjoy the rest of your journey wherever you're going. She was honking, and I just wanted to make sure she was okay. She's just honking for those Snickers. <laughs> I know, maybe. Somebody's <laughs> like, excuse me, ma'am. You're like, Snickers! Uh, okay, well, I'm glad that somebody did speak up for Snickers, because clearly people love Snickers, or it wouldn't be, like, the most popular candy bar. Correct. I just think it's too much. Well, Remember how they used to try to, like, uh, propaganda uh, us as kids, like, that we just needed to have a Snickers like, in, you know, like after a long day, I'm just going to have a Snickers. No, yeah. they tried to make Snickers into a health food energy bar because no. it had peanuts in it. No, no, there are far. And I like it's not because there's peanuts in Snickers that I don't like it. I love a payday bar. Right? I love and that's peanuts, got, too. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm, I'm not opposed to the peanuts. It's just like the combo of all those things. It's too much. No, it the is Milky the Way is just soft. Yeah, it's forgiving. It just mm-hmm. melts in your mouth. And I did like the suggestion that Timmy had of doing the Milky Way dark. It has the darker chocolate. That's, and the lighter nougat. I mean, that is a nice treat. Sure, why not? Once in a while. Yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Not so. You want the milk chocolate? I just it's so classic. It, milk chocolate is just like a warm hug. Mm-hmm. It's like a warm snuggie. Mm. Milk chocolate. That's right. I do like dark chocolate, but again, it just melts right on your tongue. Sure. And if you're, we're talking about Halloween candy and your preference, yeah. you want traditional. Yeah. You want old fashioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want like your fancy chocolates in my Halloween bag. No lint here. No. Don't try to throw oh, a lint truffle. I would truffle. do those lint truffles though. Oh, okay. Those are good. Yeah. Yeah. But you the kids are going to want them though. No. Also, do, have you met the price of those things lately? Yeah. You do not buy. You're not buying those to hand out to strangers. I mean, I love people, but I don't love them that much. Yeah, I sorry. don't lo- love them lint yeah. much. Sorry, little Madison's not getting my lint truffles. No, no. <laughs> All right, when we come back, <laughs> when we come back, it's the highway to the nostalgia zone. What movie baddie scared the crap out of you as a kid? Holly wants to know. Freddy Krueger, Jason, Mike Myers, who? 651-641. Not, not Austin Powers. You know. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.